Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself. To get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions. So don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why don't I compliment my partner more? It's a bit of a different question for us. I love this question. So do I. And I love how different it is. I do too. Well, it's it's somebody who's wondering about what's going on inside yeah. them. So we have a clear invitation to do a U-turn. What are the different reasons that someone might not compliment their partner? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forgetful. Totally. Overworking. Just busy. really busy. Life mm-hmm. takes over. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. happens. Also secretly mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like or holding resentment. Yeah. 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 So it could be like a passive aggressive move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think all of those things that we've named so far are a version of being very self-focused. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And I think it putting the uh, frustrated, resentful, and or angry with my partner, I'd put in a slightly different category. It's Mm self-focused, but I think what you do with that one is a little bit different than if the self-focus is less about retaliation is a little more benign, but is nonetheless not relational in thinking. Right. Right. Me focused versus us focused. Yeah. 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 that's the work yeah. is learning how to shift into. Yeah. Yes. And I really want to draw mm-hmm. that out because I think what you just said was really important, Vicki. So if somebody's me focused versus us focused, like if you're, if you're seeing it in your office, if you're seeing it in your life, how would you define the difference between those? Cause I think that's actually new ways for people to think about it. I focused versus you fo- versus, versus like us, us focused. We- yeah. Versus we. There's so many different ways that I do talk about that and describe that. I mean, for my couples that have been seeing me for a while, I use the language of like first conscious versus second consciousness. So what's your agenda and your knee-jerk reaction to something is what Terry calls your first consciousness mm-hmm. or your adaptive child. And it's your agenda is taking care of 
I don't like to say you, the agenda of, uh, in first consciousness is me taking care of me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's protective. Mm-hmm. It's protective. And then when you can pause and breathe and get to a different place, it can be second consciousness or wise adult or us focused. Mm, and that doesn't mean leaving your needs behind. No. Thank you. No, it's about connection. Yeah. Which we all need. That's my need too. Hmm. Hmm. Never yeah. thought about it that way. Yeah. Right? So the connection is really us. It's it's both of us have that need. Right. Well, we're. The, it's just one of those things about our biology. <laughs> I'm the biology lady. Like it or not, we are born to be connected species, and so we actually thrive on connection. And there's a a deep pleasure or deep joy that happens because when we're in connection, because our systems are resonating with that need. Mm -hmm. So it, us thinking us consciousness is more like moving into just knowing that how you're doing, how I'm doing, how we are together are all of equal importance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just like to sit in that, like phrase it very well. (laughs) It feels nice to even hear it, let alone live in it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get across. It's just, um, even just the conversation about it is um, buoying. Mm-hmm. Weird word, but uplifting. No, it's it's great. Yeah. It's buoying is exactly right. Yeah. So, so there's also the thing about receiving. Yeah. So there's a yeah. third option. And that's so- when, when the compliments maybe don't land so well, right? Like when... The transmission reception piece, when you're transmitting a compliment and it's not being received, if somebody is kind of brushing it off, maybe they're in their own shame pit or they're mm-hmm. just not able to take it in for whatever reason. Or Vicki, you had a really good example before. I do. I do. I, I'm outing myself. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a cheesy line. Oh my goodness. I love a cheesy line. And I did not marry a man who gives cheesy lines. He just doesn't talk like that. And for many, many years in our marriage, if he would throw one in here and there, I would like recoil when he said it. And then he'd say to me, and this is why I don't talk like that. He talks just like that, by the way. And so he would say, this is why I don't do it. And I was like, well, no, I'm reacting that way because you never do it. And so it sounds so unnatural when you do. And God bless him. He didn't give up. I mean, he was still, it was very periodic. And in the past couple of months, I don't know why I'm very thankful. He's been doing it more often and I respond a lot differently. And so I'm becoming more accustomed to hearing it. I'm going to speak for him. Maybe he's becoming more accustomed to saying it. I don't know, um, but I don't recoil anymore. Are you complimenting so, him right uh, now? Oh, right now I, or just yeah, <laughs> yeah, right like this right second. Now, yeah. Oh, um, well, and I also I was trying to think. Do I in general? And I I do. It's hard to compliment him with the beard, ladies. I'm sorry. We're back to the beard. I have seen the beard. I'm in love with the beard. I love the beard. I know you hate the beard, but I love the beard. But I love hearing that you guys love it. It's awesome. Um, And I guess I am complimenting. Like he's he's starting to give me what um what I wanted. Never asked him for. Not in a bad way, but like it's not him, and I accepted that. And it's wonderful to receive it. And it wasn't wonderful to receive it for the first few years because it was so like awkward and sporadic. So Mm -hmm. I am receiving him much differently now. 
Yeah, which uh, Terry talks about, he calls it transmission reception work. Right. So if somebody's giving you something that you want, are you taking it in? Are you receiving it well? Because if you're receiving it well, and that circle's kind of completing. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and we could we could talk about that in repair. We could talk about that with compliments. It happens all the time. Like, I'm I'm really sorry. Of course, this hurt your feelings. Adam says, thank you for saying that. And I go, ah, receives. Mm-hmm. Right. So if somebody gives me a compliment and I say thank you, or I acknowledge that it happened in some way, oh, they're likely to do it more. So it could be that piece could be what's going on too mm-hmm, is totally. you're trying to give the compliment and it's kind of falling like into a black hole sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you're the partner that's not receiving the compliment so well, that can be a piece of work for you to focus on just yes. to kind of notice. And also as Terry says, like dare to take the 10% dare to be like, you know, that was really awkward and cheesy, but I do kind of like cheesy lines. Vicki, I'm not taking a dig at you here. I don't think you're using it as an example. Like cheesy lines. <laughs> And you know what? Like he's trying. So I'm going to try to take that in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then if you're the one who's not giving the compliment, make a U-turn and really check it out with like a curious sort of open plane of possibility. Huh? Is this like, Mm. am I actually super frustrated by something or mad about something? Is this possibly like a passive aggressive kind of retaliation move that I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Am I going into a protective space? Yeah. And and basically just like I call it retaliation because it's like, well, I'm upset with you, so you don't get good stuff from me. Right? Because it compliments yeah. good stuff from me. Mm-hmm. So it is a retaliation move. So being honest with yourself about that. And the fix for that one is speak up and try to repair. Tell your partner, I'm actually, I've been hurting. Yeah. And I'd love to take a moment and talk to you about why. And then there was another one that we talked about before we started recording. And I think it's a, it's a really helpful skill. Um, and that's the piece about Jules. I think this was yours about using it as like a mantra. Oh, like, yes. oh yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not, not about, about me. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not about me right now. Right. So like, just to kind of like give yourself that refreshing reminder, like it's not about me right now. It's not about me. Maybe even it's about our relationship right? Like what, Mm -hmm. what is this about? What am I, what's the purpose here? Yeah. So if you have one of those like distracted spaces, you're working a lot or you're forgetful about the compliment, having some sort of reminder mantra. I think you guys have people uh, even program reminders in their phones sometimes Mm -hmm. just a reminder. Think about us. Yeah. Right. That's what I was thinking when, when we were saying this isn't about me right now, if, if let's pretend the reminder goes off in my phone and I don't want to, for some reason, maybe I'm in the middle of another task or maybe I'm in a bad mood. Like we were saying, if I start thinking this isn't about me right now, this is about, and I'll make it me. So for me, the partner's a he, this is about him. And he asked me to, why don't I want to? So that could be an extra step too, right then of what is stopping me right now and go deeper than I'm just busy with all due respect. Like, come on. Figure, am I am I mad? Am I like what is really going on about it? It's not about me right now. If my partner wants this, why can't I give this to? Right, and I think part of the reason to go deeper than busy is because busy is another form of preoccupation with self. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So it's taking away from the us, the yes, we of it, definitely. and it's back to the me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then that gets into that golden rule of relationship. How can I help you help, help, help me? me. Mm-hmm. How can I help you to help me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that pretty much covers it, guys. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. We'll leave you there for today, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our boot camp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.